rather were a trash bag than your furry old stinky <laughs> smelly. <laughs> Ear Cracks with Andrew and Polly. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, Andrew. Oh, good morning, Polly. Oh, what you got cooking? Eggs, Polly. Eggs. <gasps> oh, I really like eggs. <gasps> Actually, it's just the insides of the eggs that I'm cooking. I had to crack the shells to get them out first. Oh, you don't put the shells inside your <laughs> breakfast burrito? Like for a little crunch? No? I always say you can't make a breakfast burrito without cracking a few huevos. Is that what you say? Yes. I don't think I've ever heard you say that before. See? Like not once ever. <laughs> Anyway, I like how eggs are a thing you're supposed to crack when you're cooking with them. You're supposed to do it. That's how you make them work. That's unlike a lot of other things that you're not supposed to crack. Mm, like what? Let's ask some friends. Friends? Yeah. Um, let's see. Is anybody anybody out there? Hello? Ooh, there's some music. What about some friends? Who's there? Everett. Beanie. Henry. Jackson. My name is Ainsley and I live in Woodland. In Cape Town. Bowling Gang. Los Angeles. And what are we talking about today? What is a crack? A crack is a line that's broken. Something crackled. That guy cracks open. It's like zigzag line. Zigzaggy. It's like a tear in a piece of paper. Something that forms when something is broken. A crack can be in a lot of different places. Glass. Glass. Tea sets. Windows. A crack in between a cabinet. Pictures that you hang up on the wall. In between sliding doors. What is the tiniest little crack you can think of? Tiny little cracks like chicken eggs when you're cooking them. Egg. Dragon eggs. Dragon egg? What would that even sound like? <laughs> what about an earthquake? What's that like? An earthquake is when the earth trembles. When the ground's shaking like this. An earthquake is when the tectonics plates bump into each other and move around. And what do you think an earthquake would sound like? I think it would sound like this. You would be wobbling like jelly. You would bounce around and it would be really jiggly. Wobbling and wobbling and wobbling. You would be shaking. Lots of things will be falling. Streets get cracked up. Everything wiggles and sometimes buildings fall over. And people get stuck in rubble. I don't know why they happen. By hiding under something that can't cave down or can't fall. You hide under the table. Go under a table. It's cool how our friends know so much about earthquakes. Yeah, I'd really like to learn some more about earthquakes. Oh, me too. But hmm. I don't know who we should talk to <gasps> to learn more about Yes, earth- you do, Polly. 
Who? You do know who to talk to who, to learn Andrew? more about earthquakes. <gasps> You're right, I do. Yeah. Dr. Earthquakes. We're calling Dr. Earthquakes. Calling Dr. Earthquakes. We're calling Dr. Earthquakes. We're calling Dr. Earthquakes. Hi. Hello. Hello. Who are we talking to? This is Elizabeth Cochran from the U.S. Geological Survey. Do you survey rocks? Do you ask them questions? Uh, generally not, but occasionally <laughs> I do get the idea that I should talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering, have you ever been in an earthquake? I have. I've actually been in several earthquakes. Let me tell you about the first earthquake I ever felt. Oh. I was at my parents' house in California. We were at the kitchen table doing our homework at the time, <laughs> my sister and I. And there was an earthquake very, very far away. And my mom says, I don't feel quite right. And she sort of holds onto the table. And then we realize that the, the lights are swinging a little bit above our heads. So it was a very far away earthquake. So we barely felt it. What do you notice when an earthquake is happening? Almost every earthquake that I felt has been a little bit different. So some of them you get very slow, low motion back and forth. One of them I felt, I was sitting on a chair, it felt like someone just came up underneath my chair and hit the bottom of my chair. So they all feel a little bit different. What is happening in the earth that makes it quake? When an earthquake happens, what's going on is that there are two blocks of earth that suddenly slip past each other and they slip past each other on what's called a fault. Whose fault is it? <laughs> So we call um, breaks or cracks in the Earth's surface, we actually call them faults. Yeah, where are those big faults? Ah, well, these faults actually occur along the edges of what are called tectonic plates. Tectonic plates? The skin of the Earth, what's called the crust, has a bunch of cracks in it. So all over the Earth, there are a bunch of these big pieces of rock slowly, slowly moving, and every once in a while, an earthquake happens. How... Could we know when an earthquake is going to happen? Well, unfortunately, we don't. We can't tell you in advance exactly when and where an earthquake will happen. Wait a second, Elizabeth. I thought, I thought you studied earthquakes. I thought you were an earthquake scientist. I am. And you know, there have been hundreds or thousands of, of earthquake scientists or seismologists, as we, as we refer to ourselves. But... No one has figured out yet how to predict when an earthquake will happen. So what exactly do seismologists do? After a big earthquake occurs, I actually go out and put out instruments. Wait, like like drums and bass clarinets? Uh, no. Well, then like what kind of instruments? Seismometers. Seismometers. What they used to look like is a big weight on a spring. Oh. So when the ground moved up and down or sideways, that spring would move up and down, and they used essentially a pencil to then record the motion of the earthquake. But now we use things that are much more similar to computers to record earthquakes. Okay, can you tell us any of your super, super, duper, duper favorite, favorite factoids about earthquakes? So the San Andreas Fault um, moves at about the same rate as your fingernails grow. <gasps> what? 
How yes. fast do my fingernails grow? So your fingernails grow about two inches a year, if mm. you can believe that. Wow. So if I didn't clip my fingernails for a year, they would be two inches longer than they are? That's right. And um, so at the two plates, the North American plate and the Pacific plate, are moving past each other at about that same rate. So the same rate as your fingernails grow. Well, I did go to the USGS website and I saw that there was a whole section of information for kids about earthquakes. That's right. Um, all kinds of cool um, animations about what happens in an earthquake or science fair projects and experiments that kids can do. Yes. As well as some um, links to interesting stuff. Yeah. The USGS website has lots of great information, both for kids and for adults. <laughs> So anyone who's interested in learning more about earthquakes. We'll check it out. Cool. Cool. Well, thank cool. you so much for talking to us today, Elizabeth. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Your snacks with Andrew and Polly. I'm Andrew. And I'm Polly. And today on Ear Snacks, we're talking about cracks. Yeah, there are all kinds of cracks, like Big cracks in tectonic plates. And cracks in my voice. <laughs> well, I know another kind of crack. Oh, what's that, Polly? I sat down with my friend Everett to talk to him about it. What is your name? Everett. Everett, how old are you? Four and a half. I have a cast on my arm. I fell in both bones. It was a big plate structure next to it, and I was trying to get on it. And then I fell. My dad needed to take me very quick to the emergency room. Who did you meet when you went to the emergency room? People I don't know. People you don't know? Did they touch your arm? Yeah, and they made x-ray. What is an x-ray? An x-ray is when, when they take a picture of inside, when you stay, take a picture of your bones. They saw my bones. What did they see about your bone? They saw it was broken. They used a special machine. Did you put anything over your body to protect your body? A heavy blanket. A heavy blanket. And did you get to move around while they were taking your picture? No, I didn't. I did. What did they tell you to stay like? A statue. Ooh, you had to stay still like a statue. Did, did you ever have your, a bone break? I did. When? I had my arm break when I was little. I was about your age. But I also broke my ankle. What? Yeah. How can you take a bath? You, ha you can't. You know what you have to do? What? So crazy. When I broke my ankle, I had to put a big garbage bag on my foot. What? And I had to get in the shower. I took a shower, but only on one foot. And I put one foot out of the shower. Well, there were a trash bag, then your foot would be all stinky. It's smelly. <laughs> Tell me what it felt like when it you were waiting. It felt like broken bones. What does broken bones feel like? <laughs> You're a funny kid. I was mad at my arm because they broke it. Did it hurt when you broke your arm? Nope. Yes. Yes. Were you crying? When uh, you... One tear. Only one tear? Feeling <laughs> brave. What did the doctor say you needed to do? I needed to do nothing. 
How do they make sure you don't do anything with your arm? They have to keep it still. Still? What's on your arm that keeps your arm still? Uh, cast. What color is your cast? Red. And what is happening inside your cast right now? It's getting gooder and gooder and gooder. How many more days do I get off, Mommy? You have to wear it for six more sleeps. Six more sleepies. Just yeah. six more? How many sleeps have you had it on? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, ten sleeps? Maybe more than ten, I think. More like... 20 sleeps. 20 sleeps already? So only six more to go, so you're almost done. Have you ever broken anything else? No. You've never broken anything until your arm. So that was a new feeling. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to me about your cast, Everett, and breaking your arm. <laughs> listening at home. Have you ever broken anything? And what about you, friends? Yes. yes. Oh, many times. <laughs> I accidentally knocked over a little glass. A plate? I kicked something out the wall. Maybe I broke my dad's glass. And of course it broke when it hit the floor. You know, it made a big noise and a bunch of pieces of the plate went across the floor. I've dropped my tea set on a terrazzo. I kicked it off his nightstand. One was a teacup. And it fell and it cracked. I was not expecting it at all. I felt pretty shocked and then sort of annoyed because then I knew I had to pick up all the pieces of this plate, make sure there weren't any, any pieces left on the floor. I felt a little sad at the end because, you know, I'd broken a plate and now we wouldn't have that plate anymore. What happens after something breaks? My daddy picks it up and threw it in the trash. He sweeped it up and threw it in the bin. We fixed it. Oh, what did you use to fix it? Tape, glue, glue, wood glue, and glue. And something broke. My dad fixed it with glue. My dad just kind of goes ahead and fixes tiny things that have been broken. But not my tea set because those are too hard to fix. There are tons of teeny weeny bits that we could not keep. And they were extra sharp, so we couldn't repair it. Can you always fix a broken thing? Well, no, not always. Uh, no. Yeah. No. I don't really know. How do you feel after something gets broken? Sad. Because it reminded of me of when I played with it. I didn't feel that sad because I still had tons more tea set bits. We are lucky all the time. Uh, yes, <laughs> I have. So I felt really bad that I had had broken something that, you know, it didn't belong to me. So it wasn't just my thing that I could say, oops, oh no, I broke a plate. I then had to tell them that I broke it. And I also cleaned it up and, and apologized for breaking. Uh, it was a little jar. Can you do anything interesting with broken things? You can fix them. 
you can recycle them and you can keep it. Say like I had a broken bottle. You can invent something new. Like if you have a whole bunch of boxes, then you can build like a little like thing. Out of broken shells that are hollow, you glue them together and you can pour water through it, but if not, um, cover up the holes, and then the holes will stream water through them and it will come out the other side. Well, I haven't really built anything with boxes yet. In one of my art projects, I basically made a little tear on a piece of paper and I started sawing it with a plastic knife. It started cracking, but I still kept the pieces. It was actually pretty interesting. And that's our show. Thanks for listening to Ear Snacks. And a big thank you to... The kids who are on this show. Who are... Henry and Saul. Beanie and Jackson. Everett from Australia. Everett from Los Angeles. And Ainsley. Thank you. And thanks to your parents, too. If you want to be on Ear Snacks, visit earsnacks.org to find out how. Thanks so much to Elizabeth Cochran from the USGS for talking to us about seismology and earthquake science. We're going to talk more about what you can do after you've cracked something on next week's episode. Until then, crack some... Some stuff you're supposed to crack. Yeah, like jokes. Yeah, like jokes. Or after a joke, you could always crack a smile. Ding! I'm smiling. Bye. Adios, ear snacks. Adios, ear crack. Ear crack. And that's it. Bye, ear snacks. Why do you think the space between your butt cheeks is called your butt crack? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just because it's a crack in between your butt cheeks. Oh.